T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Welcome, everyone. Welcome to Steel Talking. I am your host, Geraldine Steele. It is what I love to do, is sit here with you on a Sunday night. We have so much to talk about tonight. I'm very excited about the show. But before we get started, I want to tell you the final score for the Twins and the Blue Jays, if you haven't already heard. The Blue Jays are five. They won it against the Twins, three. Vikings also, man, I just, I don't know, Jonathan, I know I'm trying to learn all of these sports, you know, really know what I'm talking about. I'm not there yet, way not there yet. But the Vikings lost by one point. What happened? <laughs> I didn't get to watch it, so I know you were listening or yeah, something. First of all, I made, I, I, I updated a couple things earlier. I just want to make clear over the air. I made a couple of boo-boos earlier on a couple of names. I called Chris Atterbury from the Twins, Kyle Atterbury, so I want to... I want to say, I'm sorry, Chris. I meant to call you Chris Atterbury. <laughs> the second one was the, the Vikings wide receiver. I called him KT Osborne. It's KJ Osborne. So I just want to clear that up over 50,000 watts uh, so, so they don't come after me this week. <laughs> you said so, 5,000. No. That's amazing. So, okay, what have you been eating and drinking today? I, I what? Know. What? I know. what? So here's, okay. here's the reason, and I have a line for this now. When, when Mike Zimmer – the coach of the Vikings, when his tenure is over, when he no longer is Vikings coach, there's going to be a sentence that starts his Vikings quote-unquote obit, the obituary to his Vikings coaching oh career. Oh, gosh. Oof. It's called, Ouch. he couldn't find a kicker. He couldn't Oof. find a kicker. It's so hard for the kickers, man. If you miss one time and it's integral to a win or not, because it would have been, you know, I, I, the Vikings would have won. But it's tough. It's just I wouldn't want to be a kicker. The Vikings <laughs> did, after last week in Cincinnati and losing to one of the worst teams in football last season, Arizona looked great last weekend. They, they just throttled Tennessee on the road. And then came home for their home opener, and the Vikings hung with them. The Vikings were ahead in the first half and let Arizona catch up, and then it was back and forth the rest of the game. They were in position to win it. The yep, Vikings I saw that. I was were, I was paying attention. You have to. Uh, kickers are are demanded to do the 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 most stressful job with the least amount of things. You don't the you, most a, stressful job with the least amount of things in in football. When you're wow. when you're asked to go in there and you're you're basically solitary from the team for the most part. You know you are on the bench most of the game, and then you're called in. You have to win the game. 
it's on your leg to win the game. But you got to make that kick. You okay, so make we've the, talked about this before, uh, and I know how important this this position is. And I don't know why people keep going for the <laughs> keep you know growing and becoming the kickers for the football. I don't know why they keep doing it because they really catch. You know, H W. You know, they H-E-W-L. catch a lot. Of, they catch a yeah, lot of they bleep. Do. They catch a yeah, lot of bleep. Do. And and the thing is, with a lot of these kickers, you don't remember a lot of kickers for making clutch kicks, for winning games, for winning playoff games, for winning Super Bowls. You may have a total of three or four in the history of football that mm. have been remembered as guys that will do that. Will will kick those clutch kicks for the most part. When you're a kicker, you're remembered for your failures. And in the history of the, <laughs> not just the football, in the history of the Minnesota Vikings, in the history of this franchise, you point to Gary Anderson in 99. You point to Blair Walsh in 2015 in the playoff game. You point to all these, these guys you know, Daniel Carlson couldn't make a kick to save his life with the Vikings. Now he goes to the Raiders, and he's making everything. Uh, Kai Forbath missed some clutch kicks. And now you got this kid out here missing kicks. It's just it's, – it's a thankless job, and unfortunately for the Vikings, it goes with a lot of bad history, and especially with Mike Zimmer as the, as the coach. Well, I tell you, you have a whole lot to say about it. <laughs> I'm just, and I don't know. Do you think he's going to lose his job, or what? Has he done this before? The kicker. Yeah, the kicker. Um, I don't. Thi- I don't. I don't know if I don't know if he'll lose it yet, because this was kind of his first shot at, at at doing this. This was kind of his first shot with the team. I don't remember him being on the team last year, but they did. I mean, Daniel Carlson had a horrible game in Green Bay. Uh, I think it was last year in 2020. He had a horrible game in Green Bay, missed, I believe, four field goals that game. And and this was the second game of the season, and the Vikings cut him. The Vikings cut him. And that's how he ended up with with the Raiders. So, you know, maybe he gets – I think he gets another shot because this wasn't as egregious as Daniel Carlson, but he's now on notice. He's now on notice. He's on notice. Man, it's got to be hard to go home after that. I just, I feel for him. You know, I really do feel for him. I, I And would we ever have, is, is there, has there ever been a female kicker in football? Not in professional football, no. There, there have been, uh, there was one in, uh, a soccer player in college last year that uh, kicked on Vanderbilt's team because they had some issues with COVID. And so... They needed a backup kicker, and so they asked this uh, woman on the on the Vanderbilt soccer team. She'd wanted to do it, and so she uh, joined the team. And they made they got, gave her a couple extra points to kick in a couple of games, and she made one or two of them. So she she did get to that level, but no, not but. not in the pro ranks. Yeah, well, that ought to be in the pro ranks. That's all I'm saying. I'm looking forward to that it, day. You know, you you got. You see it sometimes in high school. You see it time and time again in high school. But if you're not seeing it in major collegiate football, you're not going to see it at the pro level. There's, there's a progression. Should, 
Yeah, I, I meant to tell you that when it came to the Twins and the Blue Jays today, the Twins are off tomorrow, and they play the Cubs on Tuesday in Chicago. Are you going to watch? I actually can't watch because oh, right. I, I, I don't I don't have Valley uh, Sports at home. I don't. Wow. So <laughs> that's that, news. Okay. Okay. <laughs> This isn't because I don't want to have it, and this is a whole nother discussion. We are not going to get into this discussion tonight because this is this is something that I go off the rails about. Um, this has to do with the provider of Valley Sports I don't of these know why regional I keep sports. Keep having networks. men in my life, whether I work with them or not, that keep telling me what to do. We're not going to cover this tonight. How do you know? <laughs> I you, just might you, come at you again. No, no. If you want to bring this up when we have five to ten minutes, okay, that's fine. I'm just saying your show is booked with guests, and yes, I want I want to make I sure that we get that. I want to make sure that we get to this to to the topics at hand because they're important topics to talk about. Jimmy Erickson puts together a phenomenal show <laughs> with your help. Thank you very much. Oh I no no no, he's he, and we do he have does a... all, he does all the uh, get booking of the guests. He does it all. Well, we do have our first guest coming up at 720. It's Sandra Samuels. You know her. You know her husband, possibly, former city councilman Don Samuels. And um, we're going to talk a little bit about this ballot question that is a go in Minneapolis after a state Supreme Court ruling late Thursday night. So much to talk about with this. The wording of it is a little confusing for me. I don't know if you had a chance to read it or hear more about it, Jonathan, but, um, you know, we're going to be voting on this. It's gonna, it's on the ballot. It's going to be on the ballot for the election in November. So. Well, it's, it's, it's not just on the ballot for November. Early voting has started in Minneapolis. It has started. Absolutely. So, so yes. it is already on the ballot. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I got it. All right. So here we go um, with our show coming up. I'm so excited to have Sandra on. And then Nika Sedestrom is going to be on at 735. We're going to talk about booster shot questions. Uh, If you have a question, you want to text it to uh, 651-461. I want to make sure I get this right. (laughs) Go ahead, Jonathan. Give the You are correct. You are are correct. Okay. Um, Go ahead and give it, though. 651-461-9226. 651-461-9226. Yes. 461-9226. All right. So that's the new number if you want to have if you have any questions for Nika uh, to talk about the FDA giving their blessing for mass usage of those um, boosters and that sort of thing. Do you want it? Should you get it? You got questions like that? Text it to that number again. That is 651 651- um, four six one nine two two six. I got to get that in my head, and we'll see if we can get some answers for you. Um, also, we are actually going to have at um, eight o'clock some open phone options for us to talk about. So we're really looking forward to talking with you. Although we will have a guest, Trisha. I'm sorry, Trish Kaufman from Solid Ground is going to join us to talk about uh, an, an initiative that they have that is really, really special. I'm excited to tell you all about that. So we'll be back in a moment. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. Call from mom. 
Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. It is now 7.23 here at WCCO. Welcome. You are listening to Steel Talking. I'm your host, Geraldine Steele. It is what I love to do, is be here with you on a Sunday night. And I'm so excited for our first guest tonight. Her name is Sandra Samuels. And after a tough fight, the policing ballot question is a go in Minneapolis after a state Supreme Court ruling late Thursday night. Now, Sandra Sam, uh, Samuels and her husband, former city councilman Don Samuels, led the charge against the language of the question, the language of the question. And to me, that is the most important piece of this. Welcome, Sandra. How are you? I am so good to be on your show, Geraldine. I was so honored. Thank you. Hi. I'm, Hi. A, I'm a fan. I'm a, I got a girl crush on you. <laughs> <laughs> Ditto, dear. Ditto. You're welcome. This is such an important question that is now on the ballot. And I, and first of all, let's just talk about what happened and why it was necessary for this to be on the ballot. Oh, why it was necessary in terms of the Supreme Court, Geraldine, and their decision. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Well, well, yeah. And if I could go back a little bit just to, to be like how we got here, is that okay? Mm -hmm. Yes, because <laughs> it it is it's it's the road that le and all roads led to their decision on Thursday. But and it and, and it is important that it be on the ballot. Don and I have always felt that, Geraldine. But we but you know, democracy is the privilege of voting, but it's also the privilege to know what you're voting for or against. And that is the thing for us that for such a weighty decision as to whether we would have a police department in our city whether we would be um, firing our first African-American police chief boy from the hood, you know, um, whether or not we would no longer um, have a minimum requirement. All of those things for us needed to be real, let people be really clear about it. And then, of course, if we're voting to abolish the police and get rid of them, what's the plan? And none of that has been there, and it and it's still not, Geraldine, you know, clear. Folks, in, I live in North Minneapolis. We've been living here for about 24 years. And um, the folks that I talk to who are kind of on the ground say they're still not quite clear on what it says. So, but anyway, um, so 
uh, after George Floyd got murdered, um, the city council, the majority of them stood on a stage that said defund the police. And um, and they took a pledge, the majority of them. So that was, you know, last summer, not this summer, last summer. And um, and, and Geraldine, I think we all felt like, yeah, get rid of them. Like like if we, we can't see one more cop kill a unarmed black person. And what Chauvin did was so egregious. So this feeling of you can't even reform police. I, I don't know if any thinking, caring person didn't feel that way. But for them to take the pledge, they started working with different groups that would guarantee that we would abolish, like Yes for Minneapolis is playing really big in this era political action group. And um, the movement to defund the, um, the police and to eliminate them, that's the ultimate goal, um, has raised about $35 million. And they've gotten mm. it from all around the country. Um, but anyway, so um, so they made that move, said, we're going to do this. We spent the first year after George Floyd was murdered blocking and tackling them, defunding the police force, which they did, and um, and talking about defunding them. Um, the morale, you know, is really low. Um, police went out on PSTD. And now, Gerilyn, I, I just like got to stress, I am for a radical um, uh, re- reformation and radical transformation of the police department. I like it has, it cannot stay the way it's been. So I'm a black mama and I, I'm, I know how egregious it's been. And so, but anyway, so they um, started working with these groups that were saying that, you know, we're going to do this. So then here comes the, and then they defunded. We're down about 200, 250 police officers in the city on any given night, North Minneapolis will have about four police officers. Um, for our entire neighborhood, right? And so I think we're down, I I don't know the exact number, like 600 or so um, officers that are actually working for a city of 430,000 people. And um, and I'm going to, and so finally, so just kind of get into your question around the Supreme Court. So so, um, defunding, but still the, the intention of the ballot is to eliminate the police department and eliminate the police chief eliminate the minimum number that our our charter for the city says we have to have in terms of police officers per capita, eliminate the mayor's control uh, and spread the control out across the council. So all of that is, but the intention is elimination of police. And so they got it on the, um, they put ballot language. They got 22,000 people to say yes, they wanted to eliminate the police. Therefore, it could go on the ballot this November. And of course, we started early voting on Friday. Um, and so they got it on the ballot and the first um, ballot language was just like it was horrible, but we didn't sue. Yes, for Minneapolis, the political action group sued because they didn't want the explanatory note on there. They thought it was too much information. Sterling, like, I mean, like, I mean, like, can we just like be clear? They sued because they thought it was too much information and so mm. went to court. And the judge said, okay, you can, you could have an explanatory note. I'm going to say you can remove it. So they went back, they removed the explanatory note. And then it was just one like small section for that. At that point, Don and I, who live in North Minneapolis, who are seeing the carnage, which I have to tell you about at some point, but, and have just been experiencing the loss of life, um, the trauma that results from that, the shootings, the neighbors moving, the carjacking. I mean, it's just been, we've never seen this in our quarter century of living here ever. 
And so we sued because the, you absolutely didn't know what you were voting for. The judge agreed with us. The city council and yes for went back and the city attorney actually came up with the language and it put back in an explanatory note. But we felt like it still was not clear. And so we did another um, suit around still we don't think it's clear enough. And then our judge came back, a district judge, and said, you're right. Um, this is, it is, it is, it actually is misleading, unclear and misleading. And so she struck it. Then it went to the Supreme Court and the Supreme Court overturned her decision. And here we are. And Gerilyn, I just got to tell you, I am absolutely accept the Supreme Court's decision. This was democracy at work. So I, I don't resent it at all. Yeah. And I don't have a problem with that. What I have to say though, Sandra, is when I read what it says on the ballot, there there was yeah. some confusion for me. And I'm just wondering, are you yeah. hearing more from people about that? You mentioned a little bit about that at the beginning of our interview. Uh, and I'm just curious, how often are you hearing from people that they don't quite get it? Yes, darling, that's all I hear. <laughs> I mean, it's all I hear. People are saying, I don't understand what it's saying. Are we? So, so like, Geraldine, here, here, I, I'm going to pull up the language really quick. So mm-hmm. um, I have it right in front of me. Is, OK, right. So it says that um, the city of Minneapolis could, if necessary, and could include licensed peace officers, this new Department of Public Safety, um, mm-hmm. if necessary. What does that mean? And, right. and in the body of it, it doesn't say anything about the police chief. But then the explanatory note says that the police department and its chief would be removed from the city charter. So so what does that mean, Cheryl? And there, so that, that, does that mean we're still going to have a chief? It's just not by charter? I mean, so there, who's in charge? And, 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 if, and what's the plan for the public um, um, Department of Public Safety? No group in this city, Geraldine, is being impacted more by our significant reduction in police than North Minneapolis and black folks. No, nobody. And, and we should have, I think, a disproportionate um, um, say in the clarity, in the clarity. Just let people know exactly what they're voting for. You are eliminating the police department. You are eliminating the job of police chief. On November 2nd, if this passes, um, uh, 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 Chief Arredondo no longer has a job. We could include peace officers if somebody deems it's necessary. They didn't say who. Right. Um, and, And so these are all the things. So, so no, that's just not clear. It's just not clear. Okay. So you are not in favor of this ballot question as it stands today. That's very clear. That is very clear. So then where do we go from here? Because now it's on the ballot, period. And people are going to vote on this. If there's no clarity in what it says, if you don't get it and I don't get parts of it, then what? Yeah. So here, Joe, let me tell you, this this is where we go. So I don't know if you saw the latest poll that came out in the Star Tribune today. But when asked if we should have fewer um, police officers, uh, black folks in Minneapolis, 75% of the black folks who were surveyed said, no, I do not want fewer officers. Okay. Do not reduce Mm -hmm. the size. The whole intention of this ballot is to reduce the size. So we have to get that message out. 51% of white folks said we should not reduce. So, so, so white people in um, Minneapolis 
who, by the way, votes significantly more than any other racial group. 51% of them said, yes, yeah, so for them, we, we, we're saying don't reduce the force because that's how we are protected, in part. And we want a better force. We don't just want any force. We, we can't be killing us, right? We need reform. But we're, 75% of us say better force and, um, and, and don't cut the cops. And 51% of whites are saying don't cut the cops. Like, so because we want to protect you. Only 51% of us <laughs> feel like that. But it's, it's to protect black people. And so it's, it's, um, it's a little condescending to me and uh, that, that we're going to have something that impacts black folks so desperately. And by the way, um, Gerilyn, I last you must have read that um, last uh, this weekend, 11 people were shot in the city of Minneapolis. Mm-hmm. And um, and one was a um, African-American mom, young mom who was pregnant. And um, she was shot last night here on the north side, and she had twins, and the babies died. Um, She's still alive. Um, One man who's in critical condition of the 11, um, we believe it was a carjacking, and it happened downtown and uptown and here all around, but 11 people in 30 hours over the weekend. Um, The overall total, 71 people murdered in the city of Minneapolis this year. Um, 84% of those murdered are African-American, black, um, 400 and like the number was 465 last week, but let's just go with that shot in the city. That's up like 130% from 2019, 84%. But Sandra, shot. within the, all of those statistics, and which is no yeah. problem, I don't have any problem hearing that, um, except that it's disgusting. Um, with, yeah. within all of those statistics, the bottom line is, um, we really do need people who can, can understand and recognize mental health uh, situations with some yeah. of these shooters, right? Sure. We need some sure. of the things that are being suggested yep. um, for, yep. for in, in, yes, for Minneapolis, right, for the ballot. And those things are not real clear in the language. So that's my biggest challenge. And I wish you and I had more time because we need yeah. more time. I could be on a half an hour more with you. So thank you so much for joining us tonight. And I sure hope we can get back together online quickly, <laughs> sooner than later. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks thank for joining you. us, Sandra. Okay. All right, that is Sandra right. Sanders and I'm um, sorry, Sandra Samuels and her husband, former city councilman Don Samuels. They led the charge against the language of the question. And I don't know if you heard the question. If not, I'll come back and read it to you. We'll be back in a moment. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Listen to every MLB game live. In the deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is gone. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. Watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at-bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field. It's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to at-bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. It is now 740 here at WCCL. 
And my next guest, I'm excited to introduce it to you because we're talking about booster shot questions. And if you have one, a question, you can always text it in to 651-461-922. Come on, Jonathan. Why do I forget it? 926. Yes, there it is. So with the booster shot questions, um, the big question for me is why do we need them and why isn't the FDA giving their blessing for mass usage of them? Because that's not what it is. It's just for the seniors right now. So Dr. Necker Setterstrom, uh, Chief Equity Officer at Hennepin Healthcare, is joining us now to discuss this very question. Hello, Necker. Hi, how are you? Uh, it's great to hear you, Dr. Necker. So, so great to hear you. So many people are asking questions okay. about this booster shot. Let's start with that. What do you feel about it, and why do you think it's necessary, if you do believe it's necessary? I believe it's necessary, but I, I agree with the FDA that it's necessary for people right now who are 65 and older and are vulnerable because of their comorbidities um, and those who are at risk of suffering severe illness as a result of the virus. So, um, the just blanket statement of 16 and older right now, I don't believe makes sense. Um, but uh, for those 65 and up and those with previous existing conditions, it definitely makes sense. So as we start looking at uh, those that are in their 50s, will this booster shot eventually get to those that are 50 or maybe those that are 40? Uh, maybe. I think that we're waiting for the science to come back a little stronger. From what I could tell, the FDA panel was really rigorous about paying attention to what the science is saying and the the efficacy waning of the vaccine. So we really need to push everybody who's not vaccinated to get that first round of vaccines to be protected at a very high rate, upwards of 90, 96, 97%. That's an incredible outcome. Over time, that does wane a little bit. You can get down to 85% in six months. The issue is, is that's still a very good protection rate. What people need to concern themselves with is the fact that the goal of the vaccine is not to keep you from ever getting COVID. That's just not the reality. The reality is, is to keep you from dying. And that's what we want to do. That's exactly what we want to do. At the same time, the frustration is we that the information keeps changing. As you said, the FDA is staying on top of it. They're watching things as they change in the moment. And we're getting the information pretty quickly. When we have concerns whether or not we know enough about whether we should have certain people take the booster shot and they're not quite sure about it because it's ever-changing, is that a big concern for you? Not really, because the, if the issue is to protect people from dying from the disease, and we know that some of our most vulnerable populations, including the elderly, um, their likelihood of having complications as a result of getting the disease is higher. So if we can keep their barrier from getting the disease as high as we possibly can, then we we have a stronger chance of eliminating them getting sick and having a complication that leads to them dying. So I think that they're being really, really conservative and, and focused on making sure that those groups stay high with their vaccine protection and the others, those of us that are young and healthy uh, or even older and healthy in 50s, 55 age range and healthy, our bodies to kick in and protect us from getting sicker. So let's talk about what the shot is supposed to do. And we know it's supposed to protect those, but so many are thinking, well, must I get it if I am healthy, even if I'm over 65? What would you say? Yes. The answer is yes. Everyone needs to get the vaccine. And you don't get it just to prevent yourself from getting sick. You get it to prevent yourself from dying from the disease. It is something that is so important to focus on. 
everybody could get COVID, people who are vaccinated will not die from COVID. And that distinction, I think we need to just scream out loud. If you're not vaccinated, you can die from COVID. That is a strong possibility. It is a reality in our ICUs every day. It's not a question mm. mark. It's a, it's a, it's a fact. Mm. So as we look at our children, let's talk about that for just a moment. I know we're talking about booster shots for olders, but uh, older people, but we are looking at um, these variants coming forward. We have more than one. A lot of people know about the Delta variant, but there are more yeah. out there and there could be more because a lot of Americans are not getting vaccinated. So if that is the case, where do we go? We keep we give a booster shot, shot. We really hope it'll save lives, that it'll protect people from the Delta and any others that are out there. There, but is that a guarantee? No. No, it's not. But the more people who get that first line of protection, the less likely the virus is going to keep mutating and we're going to have to keep playing catch up. The entire point of the vaccine is to get enough people that are protected that the virus doesn't have anyone to jump into and create some new funky variant that causes us to keep scrambling back. We have been really fortunate that the vaccines that have been produced so far have been really good at still protecting against these new variants. But we're playing a little bit of Russian roulette here with not pushing vaccines and getting people vaccinated because there could be one mutation that makes our, all the work that we've done just null and void and we have to start all over again. Okay, so knowing that um, we have an option to mandate the vaccine, and of course that has been discussed. Uh, many people are upset about that, but what do you feel about it? I think that it's it's not just necessary. I think that it is our our duty to society. It is our our job, especially people who have the power to mandate it, to push it because we know the potential outcome. Children are now getting COVID at a higher rate they're getting sicker, some are even dying from it. And it's because adults are giving it to children. That should scare people enough to make sure that they aren't that adult that gives it to that child that ends up dying from something that was preventable. If we can mandate it in big businesses, the government, hospital systems, any of the, the sector schools, then we have a greater chance of protecting the children from getting whatever variant is out there, as well as protecting the adults who would usually die from it from dying from it. The vaccine is going to be ready for kids pretty soon. The FDA is working really hard with the vaccine companies, Pfizer and Moderna, to figure out if the data is strong enough to push it from five-year-olds and up. That would be a blessing for many kids who are just hanging on by a thread waiting to get vaccinated, but it's still not enough. We still have younger children who are at risk, so we all need to get vaccinated in order to protect them. We are talking with uh, Dr. Necker Sedestrom, and the last time I spoke with you, doctor, uh, we talked about how many uh, people in the medical field had decided not to get the vaccination. Where are we at today? Yes. Uh, we are much better, and I think the, the numbers are better simply because most of the medical systems that I'm aware of have started mandating it to work in that environment. It is, it's really just an obligation for protecting our patients. We can't be trying to save you from a disease and then also putting you at risk at the same time. That's hypocritical. So we have to walk the walk that we're trying to promote. And so many healthcare workers are realizing that just being healthy and trying to be safe with their own personal protection is not good enough. You have to try and make sure that you protect yourself at the highest level. And that means getting vaccinated. So our numbers are much, much better. So how are we doing here in Minnesota? Is it on the incline? We're getting vaccinated or are you still seeing a large percentage of people not doing it? 
No, we are doing great here in Minnesota. I think the governor mentioned the other day that we were doing almost 100,000 vaccines a, a week coming up, and, and that's an amazing that's an amazing rate. I was just at a Walgreens earlier today and saw a man walk in and say, I would like to get the vaccine. That just made me really proud that there are so many Minnesotans that are listening and taking it seriously and now coming out to get vaccinated. I'm very proud of that as well. I'm so grateful. But of course, now people are traveling even more. I know I'll be traveling in a a few weeks. And as I think about that, how do I make sure that I protect myself? Even though I have the vaccination, I can't get a booster. I'm not at the age. So how do I protect myself? Do you have any advice? Yes. Of course, the mask. Yes, Mm -hmm. same mask. Stay vigilant with washing your hands. Keep some hand sanitizer on you. Um, if you're going to be indoors and you have to be on masks for something like eating or something like that, make sure that you're surrounded by people who are in your sphere that you normally are around. Social distance is still very important. Outdoor activities are really fun and that's the safest place to be, but you still can be in an environment, even outdoors, where if you're unmasked and you're around unvaccinated people, um, that they, they could get it from you if you had no idea you were carrying it. So we also should be very mindful of bringing new people into our circles uh, and making sure that we protect them as well. Isn't that the truth? My final question, Dr. Nika, Neka. I always want to say Nika because I know someone named Nika, so <laughs> forgive me. Um, but right, the, the booster shot um, it says that it's Pfizer that is uh, the booster shot. What about people that took Moderna and J&J? They can still get the booster at 65? Yes, they can. They can definitely get it. The the virus, uh, the, sorry, the vaccines are very similar in their modality and methodology. Uh, so there's no requirement to stay with just one pharmaceutical company. That's one of the great reasons that they've made it very much available to everyone. If, if you can get it from either one of the groups, get it. If you got Pfizer the first time, it is very much in, in your best interest to get Pfizer the second time, but it's not it's not a, an end-all, be-all. If you can only get a Moderna shot as a second one, then you can get the Moderna shot, and they work fine together. You know, I'm calmer because I had a chance to talk with you tonight. Thank you so much, Dr. Neka Sederstrom, Chief Equity Officer at Hennepin Healthcare. Thank you so much. Thank you. Take care. <sighs> I can actually exhale on that one. We're going to take a break and uh, come right back in a moment. It is now 7.54 here at WCCO. I want to go back a little bit because the interview with Sandra Samuels at 7.20 went a little longer, and I still didn't get a chance to read the ballot question to those who may not have uh, found out about it. You don't know quite what the wording is because the wording is important. It's really important for us to understand the language. Um, There is a website called yesforminneapolis.org. Again, that's yes for Minneapolis.org, and the four is the number. Yes, number four, Minneapolis.org. The reason I want to go back to this is to read this to you, but also let you know that they have facts about the ballot question. They try to explain all of the questions that most people will ask. So the Department of Public Safety, um, it, it starts at... It says, shall the Minneapolis City Charter be amended to strike and replace the police department with a Department of Public Safety, which could include, which could include licensed peace officers. And then in parentheses next to peace officers, um, I I guess police officers is, is there to try to explain that the peace officers will be police officers. And it's hard to understand what that means. So they give you, um, 
uh, an explanation. So I want to read that to you. The people of Minneapolis agree that there are certain situations where it is necessary for a well-trained and disciplined police officer to respond to a situation. The Minnesota state statute also agrees with the people of Minneapolis because it is mandated that police officers are the assigned group of people to particular situations. We also know that the majority of situations where people need help, a police officer is not the appropriate response. Yet, we currently do not have an integrated, resource, and sustained department that is focused on public safety, crisis response, and violence prevention. Not yet. That is what the people of Minneapolis get to vote on this fall. Yet, you don't really see that if if you look at the question. So I encourage you to go online to the yesforminneapolis.org, and the four is a, a number, yesforminneapolis.org. And I really think that it could help you. It helped me try to understand exactly what they meant, right? Uh, because it starts out saying, you know, talking about abolishing or defunding the police. They explain that as well, right? And they're saying that they're not saying you should abolish or defund the police, um, that they believe it's been a lie perpetuated by the handful of very wealthy and powerful people who want to keep the police federation stronghold on a city through the city charter. And it goes on and on and on to deal with that. So what I'm trying to say is that even though as you read the question that is on the ballot, if you are voting early, great, you're going to have that question in front of you and you can look up a whole lot of information. But once you get to the November 2nd date, I believe it is, um, it's a whole nother ball game if you don't understand it. Um, so not only do they talk about facts about the ballot at yesforminneapolis.org, but they also talk about their proposed charter update, right? Like our people's petition will strike the section of the city charter that requires the city of Minneapolis to rely solely on police to uphold community safety. We will replace it with the following language. And they give you all of the language. And and there are so many more questions. I don't have time to go through all of it, but it really talks about why they feel this is necessary. Now, who is yesforminneapolis.org? It's a coalition. Yes for Minneapolis is a coalition of residents, neighbors, businesses, and organizations, faith communities, and families across the city who are saying yes to creating a safe Minneapolis for all. So stay tuned, everyone. Pay attention. Make sure you vote. And even if you don't know what's happening, get on board. We'll be back. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. 
Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Oh, oh, oh. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts.